Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. We are just coming off of watching SmackDown and Rampage. Yeah. Which each had some really great matches on them. They really did. Uh, it was kind of impressive this week. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it some more, but, uh, you know, SmackDown had uh, Gunter. I got. Mm-hmm. I guess I should use his WWE. Yeah. They had Walter versus Ray, which was... It's really good. You know, Ray for being, what, 44, 45 at this point. Mm-hmm. He can still go. That was a really uh, good match. Uh, Liv versus Sonya was good. Yeah. It was a... Uh, no holds barred, no disqualification match. It was really good. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. They didn't let us down. There were some garbage matches and oh, segments sure. in there, too. For sure. So, you know. Uh, this week, we are drinking Eagle, what is this? Eagle Rare, aged 10 years, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's a 45% alcohol by volume. It does come out of the Buffalo Trace Distillery. It's kind of uh, funny because when, when you brought it in, I was like, are we drinking wine <laughs> today? No, because I do not like wine. It's got a real, like, like it has a cherry scent to yeah. it for some reason. Yeah. It I'd, shouldn't, but it does. Kind of dig it. Yeah, let's, let's see what it tastes give like. A shot. Cheers. Cheers. pretty good um it's good like it doesn't stand out to me it doesn't like i know we said this recently uh what was the whiskey we had last week um jefferson yeah jefferson's um you know and i know we said with it that it was very kind of meh yeah it, it it disappeared but then we talked about how you know it had a this kind of finish and that kind of stuff this one really does not have a profile at all. I don't think that's a bad thing. Just like I said with Jefferson, this one, it, it's smooth. I it's just, it's it very just smooth. It doesn't feel like it has a profile. I'm getting it, and maybe it's just me, but uh, I'm getting a little bit of like a smoky aftertaste. on, on okay, the... You know what? Maybe, yeah. But it, it's it's just kind of there. It, there's mm-hmm. nothing. It's not terrible. Like I'm not saying it's bad. Um, and this I don't is, know. This is where one the Caitlin price point was, but yeah, this is one Caitlin grabbed for me, and she didn't mention the price point to me. Uh, but as like, long as it's in the as long as it's in the thirty dollar range or so, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I drink it. It's it's gonna mm-hmm. go home and. It's gonna go in my. It's gonna get drunk and yeah, go home with it. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's not gonna go on my top shelf because I actually, in my liquor cabinet, I've got things broken down. Nice. Most things are on the bottom, but the ones that I really like, they're Thumbs on the up. top shelf. So awesome. Price does not account for anything in that, by the way. So, uh, I guess we can talk about some wrestling. Uh, at least in WWE world, we got the lead up to. Uh, to crown jewel. Yeah. Uh, as we record this, uh, in, in case you didn't catch it earlier, we're recording on Friday night. Normally we record Sundays. Mm-hmm. Probably won't release this until Sunday, but you know, who knows? But yeah, we, this week was the lead in week for crown jewel. Um, raw was live on, on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So we, we got our trick or street fight. Heck yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so <laughs> let's, Let's let's run through Raw real quick. Yeah. Uh, we have Bianca Belair defeating Nikki Cross via pinfall. Uh, we have Seth Rollins defeating Austin Theory via pinfall. Carl Anderson defeats Damian Priest via pinfall. There's a lot of pinfalls. Mm-hmm. Which is good. <laughs> yeah. We have uh, Baron Corbin beating down R-Truth. Matt Riddle defeats Otis. 
Mustafa Ali and defeat- Matt Riddle was in costume. Yeah, that, so so Matt Riddle defeats Otis in via pinfall. This is the trick or street fight match. Uh, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. Matt Riddle is great with with his dumb character that he's come up with. Yeah, Matt Riddle the person is not, not so great. No, no, the Matt Riddle character is is pretty comical. Yeah, Matt Riddle the person, garbage. Yeah, yeah, I I feel comfortable saying that. Um, Mustafa Ali defeats The Miz. Johnny Gargano finally blew the whistle on The Miz, playing audio of Miz appearing to suggest he was paying Dexter Loomis to be a celebrity stalker. Dun, 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 dun. Play, what's what's the spooky sound? I don't remember which Dude, one I, I think it's... Hey, look, you got it. Which I got it. One, it one of those was drums. <laughs> one of those was... <laughs> I think it's this one is spooky. Yep, yep there we go. There we go. Look at us being all like travelers with with our sound effects mid show on on our board no less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have the uh, women's tag team championship: Alexa Bliss and Asuka versus Dakota Kai and Io Sky. This is for the championship and new women's champions tag team champions: Alexa Bliss and Asuka, which was extremely shocking. Yes. That was, I think, what we ended the show on. We also had Roman Reigns for the first time on Raw in, uh, what, 10 and a half years, something like that. Uh, (laughs) Roman Roman came on and cut a promo on Logan Paul. Mm -hmm. So that was Monday Night Raw. Overall, it's a good show. It's a Halloween show. Um, Dynamite Wednesday night kicked off with Darby Allin versus Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal wins due to interference from outside, obviously. Uh, but there was this match. There was one really, really cool spot in it where Darby Allen does a tope mm-hmm. into Satnam Singh and just bounced off him like he was a brick wall. After the match, Sting, eh, eh, comes it's out. Sting. He comes out and attacks Darby Allen. What? What? Sting turned heel? And then they announced that that it wasn't Sting. He pulled off his Halloween mask and it was a dude named Colt Car or Cole Carter. Hold on, hold on. A member of the factory. You mean to tell me that somebody dressed up as Sting? I know. It was so shocking. Has that ever happened before? Um I can't think of a time in the last 20 years. And I say that because it happened in like 2000. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it happened in TNA in the last 20 years. Probably. That's um, just a thing. That it, <laughs> so Cole Carter, who nobody knows uh, at all, yeah, is announced to be part of, you know, uh, uh, Lethal's faction. Then Sting's music actually hits. And then Tony, it's Sting! It's Sting! And then Jeff Jarrett hits Darby Allen with a guitar. Yeah, you you heard me right. Jeff Jarrett. Old slap nuts himself. You, you could have had him dressed as Sting and, and do that whole thing and skip out the dude that no one knows. But he, he then cuts a completely nonsensical promo. And hooray. Uh, we then had an AEW World Championship Eliminator match, um, is what they called it. I'm really not sure why, other than I think what they're doing here is people were fighting John Moxley. If they lost, they didn't get to be part of the tournament. Uh, he fought Lee Moriarty uh, in a match that was entirely too long uh, okay. for Lee Moriarty versus John Moxley. <laughs> And then, of course, the uh, firm beat up Moxley afterwards. Of course, of course. Then we had the segment of the week. The crowning achievement of wrestling as a whole for the month of November. We had the daddy-ass birthday bash. We're, of course, Sneaky Swerve had messed up uh, Billy's hands. Mm. So he comes out with his hands like all bandaged up and he couldn't scissor. But the acclaimed gave him some presents. The first present they gave him 
was a set of foam scissor me fingers, which I'm sure are available on Shop AEW or were. They were probably sold out. Uh, uh, we, we are not sponsored by ShopAEW.com, no. but AEW. If you'd like to sponsor, if you'd us. like to sponsor us, you can reach out to us at Whiskey in Wrestling at gmail.com that is whiskey the letter n wrestling at gmail.com um this was hilarious because the last gift that was handed out was official adoption papers (laughs) for uh billy to adopt the acclaimed and then the ass boys show up and and cause problems um we had the roh world champion where jericho was going to fight a former roh champion and it was boom, 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 boom. Cole Cabana, who comes out and loses, obviously, uh, due to outside interference. Uh, but it was really cool to see Colt back on TV. Yeah, uh, I think that's a pretty good fu to to Punk. We had an All Atlantic Championship match of Orange Cassidy versus Luchasaurus versus Ray Phoenix. Uh, Luchasaurus gets taken out kind of halfway through the match by Jungle Boy. Cassidy wins, retains. And then this is the match that all of us got up and went into the gas station and got a soda. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Marina Shafir, where Jade wins, and there was apparently some shenanigans with the belt still, uh, Vicky still having it, something. Uh, then we had Brian Cage we, versus... We literally, and, and just want to emphasize this, we literally left the building. Yeah. Everyone in here that was watching it got up and went somewhere to do something. Yeah. Um, we then had the ROH television champion, Samoa Joe versus Brian Cage. Samoa Joe wins. The Gates of Agony attack afterwards. Wardlow comes down to make the save, and then Wardlow gets attacked by Powerhouse Hops. And that was Dynamite. Moving on to Friday Night SmackDown, as mentioned earlier, we have... A great match between Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville, where Liv Morgan picks up the win. Uh, there were some really cool spots here, some really painful you could see. Mm-hmm. There was one a superplex off of the top, or yeah. a super power bomb or something. Super power bomb off the top uh, onto a pile of chairs that looked, Liv, ugh. you could see it when they went back and showed the replay, you could see Liv was like, oh, that, that really hurt. There was no selling there, mm-hmm. there was actual pain. <laughs> We have Emma cutting a uh, promo backstage talking about her return. She's interrupted by Zia Lee, and then she elbows Zia Lee, and that was that segment there. Yep. We have L.A. Knight defeating Ricochet. He had to do a double cheat to get the win. He had to hold the tights and the ropes. So, L.A. Knight, of course. You have said his name wrong twice now. Yeah, I don't care. (laughs) I really don't. L. A night. There you go. Um, let me talk to you. We have <laughs> we have a backstage segment with the Usos and Sami Zayn, and every you know Zayn's talking the Usos up, talking everybody the Bloodline up, and the Usos say, "Oh, we're gonna go out and and you know hit the ring real quick to to promote our match," and Sami's like, "Why?" Because yeah, they're like eight days from winning from beating or tying New Day's yeah. record. Something like that. And then you have... The Usos are going to go out, and as they're leaving, Sammy's just like, Jimmy, wait. Don't don't go. Stop. Why, why? No. And it was more like emotion. It was like... It, it was like your, your girlfriend leaving you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, don't wait. Yeah. It was great. Sammy and the Bloodline are crushing it right, it right now. now yeah. Uh, we have a backstage segment with Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And this was really intriguing. It's really the only word to describe it. Yeah, because it didn't make a whole lot of sense. It didn't make a whole lot of sense, but it's really intriguing, and I think it's to show the instability that is Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, because That's 100% what it is. Uh, Bray's back there. He's doing his, his revival preacher gimmick. Because that's, that's what I see when I see him doing what he's doing right now. He seems like a revival preacher. And he's interrupted. Mm-hmm. He's interrupted. He, he was talking about how he hated being interrupted by Uncle... Uh, Uncle Howdy. Uncle Howdy. I was going to go with Uncle Ruckus again. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even watched that show in forever. 
but he, he was talking about how he was interrupted, and he hates being interrupted. And, of course, a stagehand interrupts. interrupts. And so he goes back, and he's like, you can see him trying to control his rage, which I think is a really kind of a cool yeah, cool thing. And they, they interspersed, and I don't necessarily feel like this was part was necessary, but they interspersed some shots of Uncle Howdy and, and the Bray Wyatt stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't really necessary in my opinion, but it the whole segment worked. Yeah. Of course, the Usos hit the ring. I'm going to say the Usos and not the Bloodline because this is just the Usos. It was yeah. just the Usos promoting an Uso match, and they made a big distinction about that. They talked about how they're the champions and blah blah blah. And they're interrupted by the New Day, who. Basically say, we got next. Mm -hmm. Then the Brutes attack from the back, and the New Day and the Brutes proceed to beat down on the Usos until Sammy Uso and Solo Solo hit the ring, and they destroy all four of them, because bloodline. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, We had Shayna Baszler defeating Natalia. This was meh. Yeah. Wasn't that great? It really, for, for two women who should be two of the better women at chain wrestling, mm-hmm. there was a lot of, like, missed timing and, like, very slow. Like, they were walking each other through the match as they went. And I don't know if they were both trying to call the match or what, but know. it just it, it, it didn't, it didn't work. It didn't work. Um, Braun Strowman was going to be in... Uh, in action tonight. So against five dudes. Well, when MVP finds out that Braun Strowman's gonna be in action and he uses his connections to get five dudes for Braun to face. Braun doesn't even wait for these guys to hit the ring. It's a really good spot. They are standing there at the end of the ramp and Braun literally bowls them over strike mm-hmm. like just just strike like play the goofy animation that plays when you hit a strike at the the bowling alley <laughs> give I really the, wish they would have done that that would have been great that would have been awesome he then destroys mvp mm-hmm. just at literally destroys him we get a backstage segment with uh legato del fantasma i, I don't even remember what they said i don't either we were paying more attention to Zelina and her cosplay, and what she was cosplaying as, which I don't know, but you know, my guess is some kind of anime thing. We then have the intercontinental championship Gunther versus Ray Mysterio. Gunther gets the win, mm-hmm. but there was no interference. And Ray did amazing. There were some really really cool spots where Gunther was trying to do a power slam and Ray was just hanging on to his arms. Yep. So he couldn't actually like throw him down. It was really good. It was great. It was great. And I'm so glad that they've moved Ray away from Dominic. Me too. I think Dominic has a future. Yeah. But I think that he's far too green, and being associated with his father was holding him back. Yep, it wasn't holding him, it Ray back, grow. and it was holding Ray back. Now they can both grow, and Ray can yep. do what he needs to do to help the other talent get over. Mm-hmm. Um, we then go to Rampage, kicked off with the All Atlantic Title match of Orange Cassidy versus Shibata. Cassidy wins, but man, this thing was a this was a killer match. Uh, Iron Mike Tyson was on commentary, and I think that just elevated this match to a whole other level because Mike Tyson had zero clue what was actually going on, but, man, he sure interjected himself into the match as far as comments. Well, he stretched him. That's why he put his foot on the rope. He was stretching him. Yeah, it was It was great. Uh then there was a little quick backstage segment with Tony Storm where she talked about uh, 
how her and Jamie Hader were roommates during the pandemic again, and she doesn't know what happened to her. Why she become a roommates. bully? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which there was a four woman tag: uh, ba- Britt Baker and Jamie versus Madison Rain and Sky Blue. Of course, Britt Baker and Jamie Hader win. Tony Storm comes out afterwards, um, blasts Rebel, blasts Britt Baker, and then her and Jamie Hader kind of start fighting in the ring. Uh, and then the main event was Gates of Agony versus Warjo. <laughs> During the Mark Henry, it's time for <laughs> that's enough talk, you know. Uh, well, it seems like there's been enough talk. Wardlow only talked about the fact that he's going to kill Powerhouse Hobbs. While Joe is just standing there like, dude, come on. <laughs> Had the match. Wardro wins. Uh, afterwards, Hobbs comes out on the ramp. And Wardlow shoves Joe out of the way. And you can see Joe in the back like, this mother didn't, right? Oh, you can totally see Joe thinking, I'm fixing to have to choke him. <laughs> do, do, do I choke him? I should uh, choke him right now. Nah, nah, I'm not going to choke him I'm yet. Choke I'm going to let, yet. I'm I'm gonna let I'm, him handle his business, his, and then I'm, I'm going to choke that's him. That's his pass, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was a rampage. I, it was a decent week of wrestling. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, you don't by any chance have the, the before we go, like, into the week and everything, Let's you want to go ahead and hit the predictions or the the what's going to happen at Crown Jewel? The, the what happens at Crown Jewel, huh? Yeah. Which... Appears currently to still be on, but there are still possibilities. Yeah, this um, this hat came out earlier this week. Um, Iran has apparently threatened to nuke or bomb <laughs> Saudi Arabia. God, I hope it wasn't a nuke. <laughs> yeah, has threatened to bomb Saudi Arabia. So WWE was usually they get to Riyadh like a, about a week in advance. Um, they've all been kind of holding in Germany. It looked like uh, yeah. from the reports I read uh, until, you know, last possible second type thing before they went to Riyadh just in case something happened. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. I guess we're starting at the top of the card. The top of the card. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, there's no way that Roman loses here. Mm-mm. Honestly, this uh, this is gonna be this is really just gonna end up being Roman Reigns defeating Logan Paul, and I hope that it is in like Superman Punch one two three. Yeah, I hope it doesn't take long. It, it will, but I hope it doesn't. The Raw Women's Championship: Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a last woman standing match. Um, if Damage Control would have retained the belts on Monday. I would have gone with Bailey. But since they dropped them, I think I say Bianca retains. Okay. Um, although it is a last woman standing match with heels challenging, so it wouldn't surprise me if there was some kind of damage control handcuffs Bianca's legs to the top rope or something so she can't stand up and... She's hanging from the rope or something like that. Like okay, they always okay. do. I was sitting here looking. I'm, I'm, I'm on CBS right right now to, to get the, the stuff. And I'm going through their commentary, of course. They act, Okay, there's two people that are making these predictions. Because for a second, I'm like, why do they have Bianca as one and Bailey as another pick? <laughs> so CBS is apparently split. I I think Whiskey and Wrestling is going to split because I, I really think with them dropping the titles on Monday, I think that that's going to swing it to to Bailey's uh, Bailey's favor. It would also to me it would also depend on I don't know how close Becky is to coming back. Yeah, because I feel like depending on how close Becky is, if she's relatively close, you put the belt on Bailey. Becky comes back as a face. Yeah, and there you go. So I don't know. This one to me, this one is kind of up in the air. I'm, I'm just not. It, it could go. Sure. It could honestly this one go could either go way. Either way could go either way, and and I'd be happy with which. Honestly, result. I was gonna say one. I'd be happy with either result, and two. I kind of like when matches don't have this. Oh, there's a ninety eight percent chance this person's yeah. gonna win. 
only because there's a 2% chance the other person is going to knock themselves out by accident. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have uh, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, Brock wins. Brock wins. You think Brock's getting his his win back? Bobby needs to win, but Brock wins. Yeah. It seems like Bobby's kind of on the down streak, but mm-hmm. to be fair, he lost to Seth Rollins after being destroyed by Brock Lesnar. Yep. So, yeah, Brock's winning this, mm-hmm. but Bobby Lashley will be back. Yep. To do whatever Bobby Lashley does. To do Bobby Lashley things. Uh, we're going to do Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. Drew wins. Drew wins. He's got to get his win back. He has to win here. Mm-hmm. He has to win. Otherwise... If he doesn't get his win back, then this this whole feud had no point. Well, I'd, I'd argue this whole feud has no point, period. You're not wrong. But... but. <laughs> um, What is... But now that's in a cage. Yes, well, that is a we cage. we were talking about tonight is like, okay, that match is in a cage. Their last match was a leather strap match. A cage doesn't seem like an escalation point from that. It seems like, like Brady said, sideways at best. Yeah, um, and I, I could see it being a, you know, lateral move. Mm-hmm. But they can't put him in Hell in a Cell yet. No. See, that's, why I, think, see, that's why I think mate, that Drew wins here. Mm-hmm. Drew wins in the cage match. Cross won the strap match. So their their rubber match, the third match, is going to be either in a hell in a cell or something like a Punjabi prison. <laughs> you know, well, something their, their like third that. match ends up being a uh, last man standing or a street Iron fight. Iron, well, they're not going to do an Iron Man. They don't like yeah, Iron Mans true. anymore. Uh, I love an Iron Man match, yeah. uh, but... I get to go last man standing. Yeah. Last man standing like or a uh, hardcore match of some yeah. sort. So the next match is going to be the most exhilarating match of the night. Braun Strowman versus Omos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun. Braun wins. Braun. Yeah. I, it, Braun. Yeah. Braun's coming, you know, he's hot off of coming back. Omos is a big guy. He just can't move. He can't move. He, he, he can't is, wrestle. Braun he is a younger great Kali. Yeah. Braun, whether you like the guy as a person or not, because he has some trash opinions, mm-hmm. Braun put the work in to learn how to wrestle. Yep. And and to learn how to do what he needed to do as a big man. Mm-hmm. I don't see that same thing in Omos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's a language barrier. I don't know if it's a worth ethic. Work ethic barrier. I don't know. Maybe he just can't move because he is seven foot tall and their knees, when you're that tall, your knees get destroyed by the time you're 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, the OC mm-hmm. versus Judgment Day. Hmm. I think OC wins here. I really think Judgment Day needs to win, but if they win, they need to win clean without Rhea getting involved. And I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, so, or what I would like to see here is uh, you have Rhea starting to get involved. And somebody comes down and joins OC to stop that. You know, kind of like how yeah. when they were, when AJ and Finn were fighting with the Judgment Day original group and Liv joined them, you know, to kind of help yeah. take out Rhea. Something like that I think would be okay. Well, it was mentioned, and I don't remember if it was this week or last week, but there, there was, I guess it was last week, Judgment Day beat down on the OC because Rhea got involved. Yeah. And afterwards, there was a segment with the OC where one of them, AJ, made, I really don't remember, said, can we all agree that we have a Rhea problem? Yeah. Which implies to me that they're, they're going, going to, try to find, to find so, to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that ends up being. Yeah. Me either. Uh, but they need to be. It needs to be somebody. Now, there's rumors that uh, um, 
Mia Yim mm-hmm. is coming back. I think Mia Yim could fit into that spot very well. Yeah. And her and Rhea do have a little bit of history from NXT. You know, um, uh, <laughs> Sasha uh, Sasha Banks I don't see that dropped either. something uh, earlier saying that the next thing is going to be effing crazy. Yeah, in November, I don't, see her. I don't see. I don't see that. She doesn't fit into this feud. But I'm just looking here. It's going to be Charlotte. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the Whiskey and Wrestling podcast. Uh, it's been a great run We're for the last three here. years. We're done. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I don't know who you drop into that spot. I really don't either. Uh, but I guess we'll we'll find out. Does Rhea get involved? Is Rhea going to Saudi? Uh, I would say probably. And and the only reason I ask that question is Saudi's history. Yeah, but the thing and is, the last we're few already shows, putting several women in the show. Yeah, the last few shows though, they've had several women involved. Okay. Now, granted, they're wearing like neck to ankle clothes, and then a big baggy shirt over that, well, and you know, you know everything. So. You know, they, they can't be showing their ankles. Yeah. You know. Uh, enticing yeah. enticing the young enticing boys the of Saudi. You right. know, you can't you can't show your ankles and do that. Like, yeah. That was, was sarcasm. sarcasm. Just just to be perfectly clear, right. that was sarcasm. Saudi's laws and, and treatment of women is absolutely horrible and despicable and why we will not be watching one of the reasons why we will not be watching yep. this show. But we will bring you the results through other websites that do. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I'm picking the OC as well yeah. there. Uh, we have our undisputed tag team champions. And that is going to be the Usos versus the Brawling Brutes. So this is how I see this going down. Usos retain mm-hmm. over the Brutes. Monday night on Raw. Which is the tie breaking night apparent or the, the tying night apparently for the Usos to tie the record set by the New Day. We had we're gonna have the New Day versus them. Because the that match is already created. New Day versus whoever yeah. wins. Um, New Day came out on SmackDown and said we got next. Yeah. And the New Day wins. Mm-hmm. And then we have an issue where there's a tie and they have to argue over, like, they start breaking it down to, like, minutes and seconds almost of, you know, who had it longer. It's the the New Day by one minute, 14 seconds or something stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, and go from there. I'm I, there I for it. something like that happening. I'm there for it. I'm there for I feel like that would also cre- help push forward because – they lose on Monday night due to Sami Zayn. Okay. He's he's trying to interfere on their behalf, but he ends up not, and they lose, which can push a little further on that whole Jay, you know, I told y'all he was a snake. Well, and, and who's left for the Usos? There really isn't anybody. There's no tag teams left. And... Triple H seems to be a little bit different from Vince at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that we're only, what, two or three months in here, so, so yeah. take it with a grain of salt. Triple H seems to understand that tag teams need to be tag teams. Yes. And not, not uh, just, you, you, go fight them. You're going to win the belts tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll go with your booking. I like that. I think that works. I like that, yeah. Especially if the Raiders or Viking Raiders are coming back very soon. Because them and the New Day were in a big feud. Mm-hmm. And this would be a good... You don't need to give the New Day the belts for a long time. Give it to them for a, uh, you know, a month or two. Yeah. And then they drop them to the Viking Raiders. And there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that actually makes a whole lot of sense to me. So, it probably won't happen. Uh, but the Usos are definitely beating the Brawling Brutes. Oh, for sure. It's it's not. <laughs> that's not even a. That's, that's not even a not thing. even a question. We have Alexa Bliss and Oscar versus Damage. I didn't know this was taking place uh, at Crown Jewel again. Rematch. A yeah. rematch. Yeah. I missed Alexa that. Alexa and Oscar win here. Alexa or, and Oscar win here. Does this take them out 
And do we get Bianca and Bailey one-on-one? Maybe. The only way I could see, or what you do there is you have all of damage control at this point going into the pay-per-view with no gold and all of them coming out with gold. They get their belts back, Bailey wins, and you have damage control is golden for the women's division. Yeah. I don't know. But why not just... Why not just keep it on them? Yeah, why not just keep it on them and, and just not have them have Alexa and Asuka meet them until... Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. But that's that's Crown Jewel right now. Yeah. Um, Moving away from Crown Jewel, R-Truth had a match on NXT this week. Mm-hmm. And he's injured. Really? They stopped the match. Uh, oh, wow. They stopped the stopped it mid match, and apparently he was injured. I think it was. Um, let me see if I can find. I think they said it was a quad. Oh, the, wow! That sucks. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, I think they said it was a quad injury, so it would put him out for a while. Not that we really haven't seen him much yeah. except for the last couple of weeks. Suddenly right. he was there. Showing up a little bit. But, uh, but yeah. Um, uh, was stopped due to apparent injury, according to Meltzer, uh, R-Truth tore his quad. Ooh. But it has not been confirmed. If it's accurate, the injury puts R-Truth out of action for a long time. Yeah. Apparently the reason we haven't seen Bobby Roode on TV is because he's been, he had surgery. Yeah. So... He had surgery. I bet you we're going to get glorious Bobby Roode back when he it comes. It wouldn't surprise me at all if, if that came back. Cause they, he, he did so good with that, and that was the NXT thing, and it was awesome, and then he came up to the main roster. And, and Vince didn't understand it. Yep. And and that's a, that's a recurring theme with yep. Vince, is he didn't understand what the NXT guys were doing. Because he was and just he so also, far out of touch. And he's also an asshole. Mm-hmm. who thought it was funny to take everything away from them that they had just spent years working for and say, yeah, I'll see if you can make it on the main roster now, butter. Right. You know, completely take everything that we brought you into the company yeah. because of, we're going to take all of that away from you. We're going to put carrying cross. Yeah. In a gimp mask with gladiator. Yeah. Uh, attire. And I don't, I don't know what we're going to do from there, but he can't get this over and he right. sucks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, Matt Hardy made a comment that he ended up having to apologize for. Uh, he shouldn't have had to really, but I, I can take it he, this way. He made Basically a comment. He, he was, made a comment that he then later had to clarify. He had to clarify. So. Cause he said, uh, he made the comment he made was from the way I see it. Uh, the elite did nothing wrong uh, in the backstage thing at Brawl Out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had to later clarify it and say, I wasn't there. Like, when I say from what I see, it's just from everything I've heard from everybody involved. Um, you know, I didn't physically see what happened. I'm just saying that they did nothing wrong here because uh, he caught a bunch of flack. You know, you weren't there. You don't know. I'm seeing punk fanboys. Uh, <laughs> Matt's wife, Rebby, got involved. Uh, her response was, uh, well, I'm not, as far as, like, retracting what she's saying, FCM punk. My, mine weren't taken out of. Mine weren't. Mine aren't. FCM punk. Uh, so. If Rebby is anything, she is outspoken. If Rebby is anything, she is Rebby. <laughs> so. Um. Bandito has apparently been signed, but no one knows what happened. <laughs> That's another little tidbit of news that popped up. Becky Lynch is going to be playing Cindy Lauper yes, in Young Rock. Young Rock, which I think that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I, I don't know how the Irish accent is going to work with Cindy Lauper and her uh, basically New York, New Jersey ish accent. Because uh, if I remember correct, that's kind of where she sounds like she's from. Uh, I, so I'm not sure how that's going to work, but cool. Let's I rock mean, it. Maybe Becky can do uh, an American accent. Hey. You know, you never know. <laughs> She's she, going to come out sounding like John Wayne. 
<laughs> Howdy, pilgrim. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I I don't know, but I haven't watched Young Rock. I keep seeing, you know, of course, wrestling related. So you keep seeing things like that. Uh, the fact that Colt Cabana was off TV for a while because he was being uh, uh, the Brooklyn Brawler <laughs> on Young Rock. So, you know, you keep seeing things like that. And it's like, I keep thinking, oh, I need to watch that. And then I just don't. I mean, look, I, I've seen several things with Young Rock. I've never watched the show, so please don't take it that I've watched the show. But I've seen different scenes and and things from Young Young Rock. It's cool that you see some of these reenactments. Mm -hmm. I don't think I want to watch the show because I think it's going to be be bad. bad. (laughs) Uh, The guy that they have to play Stone Cold Steve Austin... (laughs) <laughs> is not nearly big enough to be yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the guy that they have to play The Rock is actually big enough to be The Rock. Like, uh, he's not The Rock, but you, you get the, the idea. Yep. <laughs> um, NXT had five cuts from some, some people that we don't know of. So, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, these are the first cuts that have happened in WWE since Triple H took over, which I think maybe gave some of these people a little bit longer than they would have had. And it it all seems like it was that they're not progressing to a point where WWE is happy with them. Yep. Which is a perfectly valid reason to cut somebody. Oh, for sure. If you're WWE and you have goals that you want to see improvement from your talent, then if they're not hitting those goals, maybe you don't cut them the first time they don't hit the goals. Maybe you sit them down and say, Hey, look, you know, you, you got to get these hit these marks. We got to see some improvement from you. Otherwise, why are we investing in you? Exactly. Oh, something that I didn't mention, uh, for full gear that's coming up. Um, we're going to have a four-way match. This was something that was announced on Rampage. We're going to have a four-way match for the ROH title of Chris Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli versus Brian Danielson versus Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Which, yeah. very interesting thing there, if you ask me, uh, in, in the sense that it started all the. It, this all came about because of a promo earlier in the show where uh, Claudio and Danielson both, you know, mentioned, "Hey, we're both former champions. You know, fight us." Uh, Regal cuts a promo. Look a no bit further. It. Yeah. Regal cuts a little bit of a promo. Then Jericho cuts a promo later where he accepts and he says, "Well, what if I fight you both?" But you know, because I know that y'all don't like each other, you won't survive in the ring together. Um but I'm not stupid, so I'm going to have one of my guys in there with me. Uh, Sammy is going to be in the match, too. And Sammy was like, what? <laughs> and then he had a little bit of a promo where he said, yeah, I don't want to talk about that, and he cut a promo on something. So that yeah. that could be interesting. All right. Um, so we, we kind of mentioned it. You kind of mentioned it earlier. AEW is doing another world title. World, world title eliminator. World title eliminator. I had to get it out. I had yeah, to. That's going to be at full gear. Yeah, it's going to be full gear. Well, the for, finals is at full gear. Yeah, it's for winners coming. So the bracket breaks down. Eddie Kingston versus Ethan Page. That's going to be Wednesday night. So next Wednesday. Ethan Page is winning that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm fairly positive this can be Ethan Page. He seems to be really be getting a push right now. Uh, next Friday, we have Lance Archer. Haven't seen Lance Archer in a while. Okay. Uh, versus Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks wins that. Um, we also have... Um, oh, wow. This is all... Other than Eddie Kingston and Ethan Page, every other match is Friday. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Bandito versus Roosh. Hey, there he is, Bandito. Uh, Bandito probably wins, I it, think. What's what's the odds that Roosh tries to tear his mask off? Uh, 175%. Yeah. Although, now that Andrade's not there, mm-hmm. 
they might be changing up Roosh's. 175% for- chance. Oh, okay, you know what? Because Andrade's not there. 173% chance. I thought you were going to go 74. <laughs> uh, and then Brian Cage versus Dante Martin. <laughs> Brian Cage, probably. Dante Martin is going to do some awesome, like, springboard handstand off of Cage's neck and kick him in the top of the head and then eat a clothesline and get pinned one, two, three. Okay. So <laughs> let, let's play that out. I, I, I just want to play that out because okay. we really don't have a whole lot to yeah. talk about this week. Yeah. So I just want to play that out. So we said Ethan Page. Right. Bandito. Yeah. Ricky Starks. Uh-huh. And Brian Cage. Yeah. So the next step in it is is going to be Ethan Page and Bandito. I feel like Page wins that because of the firm. Okay. Like, th- yeah, that's got to be it. Page wins because of the firm. Okay. And then... And then, so Starks versus Cage. Cage wins because of the embassy, which is his group that he's part of. And then the finals is Cage versus Page, and Page wins. Because they are pushing Page hard. I really don't like that, though. I don't either. That doesn't feel right. Even for Tony's booking, something seems off there. I I don't like it either, but I can almost guarantee that's the way it goes because you can't have factions fighting where the factions don't cause their guy to win. Yeah. That's just all there is to it. And if you look at that, Bandito is not in a faction. Mm-mm. The only way the only way Bandito wins uh, versus Page is if somehow Bandito ends up with Roosh and, and as a instead of Andrade, they kind of make a team point there. Um, Ricky Starks beats Lance Archer. That just uh, that's a given if you ask me. Uh, they gave Ricky they gave enti- Ricky time. They gave him time in the ring, yeah. like. Other people in there didn't get ring time, and you could you they, could say Ricky beats Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a possibility. I could see them it's doing not, that. Wouldn't be the first time. I could see them doing that because of the history that they have with Team Taz. Ricky beat P- Cage to take the belt off of him, the FTW title. Ricky beat Cage because of other people. True, but the fact still remains he beat him. Um. And then you have Paige versus Ricky Starks. Okay. Then I think is your your thing, and I still say Ethan Page wins. Yeah, I, I think that that's more likely than uh, Page versus Cage. Although I could, I, I'm still I'm telling you though, I, I fully believe Page versus Cage is going to be your match. Uh, I see. I think I think at, I think outside. Ricky goes and loses to Ethan Page because, and, and I say that because W or AEW doesn't hold super tight to that whole. It has to be a face versus a heel. Yeah. You know, they allow heel versus heel. They're allowing face versus face type stuff. So if this was WWE, 100%. It's Ricky Starks versus Ethan Page, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's a possibility we see the faction versus faction type thing. It's possible. I, I think we're going to see Ricky Starks versus Ethan Page. I, I think that that's where they're heading. Those are the two guys on this list. Mm-hmm. With any kind of push, push at this point, I could see that too. Like, uh, like I can definitely see that. Brian Cage has come back and done nothing but lose. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, Dante Martin exists to lose. Yes, to do cool stuff. I can and see lose. Bandito going through uh, several steps, though. I mean, I, I definitely see him beating Roosh. Um, yeah, I, I see Bandito beating. But I see Roosh. him losing to to Page. Although Bandito versus Roosh should be pretty good. It should be a very good match. Uh, also, it's so hard for me to remember to say Roosh mm-hmm. because it's spelled Rush. And not Rush. <laughs> <laughs> and then now I'm imagining the band Rush. <laughs> <laughs> so, I yeah, I, I think Bandito beats Roosh and moves forward. If for no other reason than we don't want to keep Andrade while we're figuring yeah. all of that out. Yep. And Roosh is still tied to Andrade. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, is there anything else? 
Honestly, any other news that, that we need to need to discuss? I really can't think of too much that happened. It, you know, it was a very slow news week. With uh, with Colt, um, I, mean, I, think, know, I think Colt popping up. Colt popping up. Kind of now, an FU. Now, now on Dynamite, we did see another segment where the elite were being edited out of promo posters and video and all that kind of like, stuff. With screen grabs of the editing software and everything. Yeah. So uh oh, this this did happen um this week with uh in regards to Vince McMahon. There was that special committee put together oh, yeah. of the board who to do the investigation with McMahon. WWE has announced that that has officially come to a close. They've wrapped it up. Uh, and nothing else is going to come from it. Vince is gone. Yeah, Vince is gone Vince at is this done. point. Uh, could it be possible for him to come back? Yes, but we're it's we, going to be a couple of years, and I think Vince being see- home... We see Vince McMahon back in WWE maybe after a year or two as a – maybe on his 80th birthday. Mm. They do a, a celebration for Vince on his yeah. 80th birthday. Um, I think even Vince is smart enough to understand that Triple H is more connected yeah. with today's audience. Because I think if Vince shows up in any respect before then, one, you're going to have all these fans that have – kind of gotten on board with Triple H and, hey, I'm really liking the product again. It sounds really good. You're going to have a lot of them just be like, oh, F this. Oh, yeah, no. And stop watching. And you're going to have a lot of shareholders that took a little bit of a bath. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't huge, right? They didn't lose like millions and millions and millions. But they had to do all this SEC refiling and all of that kind of stuff. I think and, you would, and have, I think you would that have shareholders that would just be like, oh, uh-uh. No, 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 no. And, and I really think that that right there is the reason Vince is gone. Yeah, for sure. Because for whatever reason, whether you buy the story that they just needed to claim it mm-hmm. as WWE money because, right. you know, Vince is such a big, such a yeah. big amount that Vince. Yeah. Vince spent company money to pay women off. Yeah. Allegedly. Um. <laughs> Yeah, he, he he messed up, and I'm sure he was told by the legal department, mm-hmm. if you don't do something, you are going to get owned by get the investors owned. and the yep. SEC. And your buddy Trump mm-hmm. ain't there to help you. Nope. So. So, yeah, they're doing everything they can. But, yeah, that, that whole thing is, is, is allegedly over and done with. We mentioned last week that the investigation into the CM Punk Young Bucks incident has wrapped. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of mentioned this week that we'll probably never find yeah. out the results. I disagree with that. I don't think there will ever be a fully. This is the official statement from AEW. That look at us that, using the proximity effect tonight. Right. That's not going to happen. What you're going to see probably is this person backstage knows what happened and tells somebody who tells Meltzer or tells uh, Sean Ross Sapp or tells No DQ or, you know, one of the dirt sheets out there. They get their hands on the information and then it gets released. This is 100% going to come from Meltzer. Like, this this is 100% going to go through Meltzer. And it's 100% then going to be that, according to sources backstage, who heard from X. According to sources familiar with the process. <laughs> there you go. This is what happened. Yeah. Um, and we'll go from there. If CM Punk gets bought out, we'll, we'll hear that he was bought out. I doubt we'll hear how much that payment to buy him out was. No. Uh, but we'll hear, you know, CM Punk's contract was bought out. He's done with AEW completely. Yada, 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 that type of stuff. Uh, apparently, and, and this means nothing to me. Like, I, I, this was one of the dirt sheet things, since we're talking about the investigations. Colt Cabana showing up mm-hmm. on Dynamite apparently did not, quote-unquote, did not go unnoticed yeah. by WWE and Stanford. And I'm like, 
Of course it didn't. Of course it didn't. Right. They're paying. I guarantee you Triple H is watching every week. Yeah. He says he isn't. Oh, but he is. He is most assuredly is. watching every week. Yeah. And, and probably so are most of the upper management mm-hmm. that are involved in the creative yep. side of things. They're they're paying attention to what the what their opponents are doing. What the competition's up to. Yeah. Uh, of course it didn't go. Mm-mm. But I don't think I, I, I think, don't see they're they're saying this is some form of CM Punk going back to WWE. I don't think CM Punk ever wrestles again. I at I least in a major promo promotion. I, I don't think I don't CM see it. I don't think CM Punk ever wants to wrestle again. I don't think he does. I think CM Punk was a fan of wrestling growing up. Mm-hmm. I think he went out and he did everything he wanted to do in wrestling. He walked away and he was happy. Uh, he bought into his own hype. Is but, what happened when he came back. Yeah. He walked away. He was happy. Mm-hmm. He started doing uh, um, um, UFC MMA. No, not UFC MMA. The the TV show, oh, uh, Talking Smack or uh, back, SmackDown. The backstage SmackDown thing. No it was on Fox. No the uh, the TV show. The Showtime is it Showtime? That um, the Stephen Amell show. Oh, uh, Arrow. No, not Arrow. He's got one where he's a wrestler. I, Oh, uh, 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 heels, heels. Yeah, yeah. I think he showed stars. up on heels. Stars. I'm sorry, yeah. he showed up on heels, and I think he got bit by the bug again because on heels he plays a wrestler yeah. who comes in from time to time, and I think he got bit by the bug again. I think there was that, uh, and I don't remember which indie wrestler it was that was retiring that CM Punk, but showed up in a mask yeah. to hit a move and then yeah. leave. And it was totally not CM Punk, except it was, it was totally, totally CM, CM Punk, Punk because he's in the same exact clothes. Like, he didn't even change his clothes from what he had been taking picture of yeah. earlier in the day. Uh, he came in, did his thing, and left. And I think he got bit by the mm-hmm. by the bug again. I think he came back, and I think he realized that, one, as far as wrestling goes, yeah. most of the people in AEW are better than him, and they don't need him. They're a lot younger than him. They're a lot younger <laughs> than him. And I think that bothered him. Well, I think the you also have to look at the fact, I think the, the culture at AEW is completely different than WWE's. WWE is kind of steeped in this respect to the people at the top of the card who have been there forever. Yeah. You know, you if you're the new guy, you carry their bags. They get the locker room first, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, even JBL even said it. And AEW ain't like that. JBL even said it last week to Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. If this was the Attitude Era, right. you'd be carrying my bags. Exactly. Yeah, John, this this ain't the Attitude Era anymore. Yep. We we kind of have this thing. It's called respect for everyone. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, AEW wouldn't like that because <laughs> they've got the vet. They've got a few veterans there, but for the most part, AEW is not really full of veterans. So, I think there's more of that mutual respect. And then until you hear stuff like the <laughs> the brawl, you hear the stuff between like Sammy and the 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 shit he causes. Well, because he always seems to be the instigator in a lot of this stuff. Um, it, a lot of it seems to come. A lot of the problems came up from Punk. Mm-hmm. Whether Punk instigated, I, I don't know. I, I'm not there. I'm not backstage. But a lot of issues seem to surround Punk. You have Colt Cabana yep. signed to AEW. CM Punk comes in. Okay. Says it's sure. all squash. Says it's it's, gonna be it's fine. all squash. Did, Colt, they don't have to work together. They don't yeah. even have to see each other backstage. Then Colt completely you know, vanishes. Then Colt and for vanishes. part of that he was recording a show, but the other part of that he wasn't. Well, Colt Colt vanishes, mm-hmm. and then he's going to be released. Yeah, and then this is where I think the problems are really started. Mm-hmm. The elite. And a bunch of the young guys from ROH and the yep. independent wrestlers went to bat for Colt, for Colt Cabana. Yep. Because Colt is an icon to those guys. Because yeah. Colt never went to WWE. Nope. WWE was never really interested in Colt. They tried him out a few times. Colt, they tried him out as an announcer a few times. Colt was the indie star that 
proved you could make a living as a wrestler, mm-hmm. a decent one, without going to the Federation. Yep. Uh, and CM Punk walking in and suddenly Colt's gone. Yeah. Oh. And they took that personally and they went to bat. And luckily for Colt, mm-hmm. we had... Tony buying ROH at about that same time, and so he signed him to ROH. Yep. That way, Colt and Punk don't have to don't talk have to, to each, see each other. Yep, I'm fine with that. I, I'm fine. If there's a potential issue and you can make that kind of a move, do, do it. it. That's fine. As long as you're, you know. Do it. Do it. But that didn't, CM Punk got pissed off. How dare these young people disrespect me? me. How dare they disrespect me like that? How dare they go to bat for this person who is my enemy? Mm -hmm. And so he started to take it out on Hangman. He sees that. He sees. He He saw it as a personal attack. Yeah, he looks too far into something Hangman said. Uh, You know, somebody asked Hangman in a backstage segment about. You know, hey, have you talked to CM Punk? You know, you got anything? And he's just like, yeah, I'm not that kind of dude. Um, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I, I don't really seek out advice. And Punk took that as a personal attack. You know, he he really kind of he bought into his own his he bought into his own business. Punk decided that he didn't like the elite, and that includes, in my mind, yeah, that includes that includes Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he part of the quote unquote elite? He's he's tied in. He's best friends yeah. with them. You go back, watch being the elite. He's still part of it. I you mean, go back and watch being the elite. On he's straight screen, up on yeah. screen. He's not, but he is still most definitely part of it. Yeah. So he took aim at the elite, mm-hmm. and the entire locker room turned against him. Yeah, I mean Chris Jer- when Chris Jericho is calling you cancer. Yeah, you know uh, Chris Jericho also made a couple of comments about you know there's been many, many comments made like if you have to call yourself a locker room leader, you're not. Uh, that was directly aimed at Punk from back in their WWE days when Punk used to refer to him as a lock, himself as a locker room leader, and Jericho was like, "Yeah, none of us ever took him seriously on that." <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, all right. I think we we've beat that dead horse. Yeah. Uh, quite a bit. We'll continue to beat that dead horse over the next several weeks <laughs> until we have some closure somewhere. A uh, programming note: we may be a little sporadic for the next month or so we're moving I'm, into holidays moving into holidays i'm taking some vacation time here we're uh, you know so we might be a little bit sporadic on show releases we're going to keep paying attention to everything and we'll we'll get stuff out to you pay attention to our facebook page mm-hmm. and and you know we'll let you know and if anything super breaking comes up and one of us isn't here who knows what, what, who may create a little guest spot or a solo or, or whatever. I mean, we, we'll figure something out. We, and, and we have the ability to communicate and record each other from it's the future. It is the future. So just pay attention to that. We need to say a big thank you to McNarb gaming here in Goshen, Mississippi for allowing us to continue to use this space. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. Check out McNarbs. If you have any gaming needs if you're interested in gaming at all come down and check them out they have everything you can think of they've got D. they've got magic the gathering they've got pokemon they even have a entire wall of board games that you've probably never heard of but i guarantee you one of them will fit your fancy and as brady from traveler says they got puzzles and shit they got puzzles and shit um while you're here, step on over to Big Dog Liquor. Grab yourself a bottle of something nice. Uh, whiskey, wine, gin, vodka, tequila. Pretty much anything you can think of they've got or he can get for you. They do wine sales every uh, month. Different wines will be on sale. If you order cases, they give you a discount. If you're old, they give you a discount. If you're military, they give you a discount. Heck, on Wednesdays, if you're old and military, they'll give you both of them. Uh, so you can go get you something good to drink there. Get you a game here at McNarb. Listen to us. And when you're done listening to us, you should probably listen to Travelers Only Omnibus. Absolutely. They are a field trip through nerd and pop culture. Their last episode that came out, I do believe, was top five horror movies. Am I correct in that, or is that the one before? 
Uh, so I've been on vacation, yeah. so I haven't been listening. So, uh, top five horror movies mm-hmm. came out this week. Yes, they released it a day earlier, so it did come out yes. on Halloween. On Halloween, yes. Uh, which uh, there was absolutely no controversy, none at, at all. all. Once you've listened to uh, Travelers on the Omnibus, check out one of the travelers, Jody. He has his own podcast that he does called Fearology. Who he talks about his relationship with the horror genre as a whole. That's film. That's uh, books and and he even released an album a concept album that he has so check out fearology you can find that on spotify and anchor yep. and uh if you're just wanting to watch, listen to more movie centric stuff give our friends silence yourself on a listen um they talk about you know bingeable tv shows movies stuff like that they even do a youtube show live which is either on wednesday or thursday nights they change it sometimes um where you can watch them before you listen to them or the same time or however you want to do that. Yeah. Do both. Do Something. do both. Do both. Um, give, give them the give them the give likes, them the give them the, the listen and the listen. So, I guess with all that said, that's it for yeah. the week. We'll be back next week, maybe, possibly, who knows. I think we'll be back next week and then we'll go from there. Yeah. So, yeah. Cheers. Cheers.